Hello and thank you for listening to episode 376 of 60MW. I'm Dave and this is another of our Soundcheck interview shows. And in this one I chat with Johnny Gioelli, the vocalist of Hardline, a band, as you'll hear, that I've been a fan of for nearly 30 years now. Their latest album, Heart, Mind and Soul, was released on July the 9th by Frontiers Records. Again, if you're a regular listener to any of the Soundcheck shows, you'll know that I quite often mention Frontiers Records. They are awesome for rock music, so make sure that you check out everything that they release. And of course, this latest Hardline album, which, trust me, is a great one. Johnny has been in the business for a while. He's, well, you'll hear, I think he said 95 albums now that he's on. And uh, one of those projects that he's worked on for many years is Crush 40. They do a lot of the songs for the Sonic the Hedgehog games. Great, great rock music. Again, uh, my son is a huge fan of them. And in this episode, Johnny was so kind to talk about Crush 40, the 30th anniversary of Sonic, answer the question from my son. And uh, just on a little side note as well, for a place where I work, um, he left a very, very touching message to uh, a couple of the students at a place where I work. So a huge thank you to Johnny for doing that too. So sit back, relax, get comfortable and listen to me and Johnny Gioelli having a chat about Hardline, Crush 40 and music in general. Johnny, thank you. Believe me when I say speaking as a Hardline fan of almost 30 years now, it's a pleasure to have you on the show to to chat with you and to see you on the screen as well. So thank you very much. Thank you, mate. Great to be here in 30 years. Are you sure you got that math correct? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think I we were both feel quite that old. We were both very young. You were young when you recorded Double Eclipse, and I was young oh, when I bought yeah, I was, it. I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't believe, you know, if you'd have told me then when I bought Double Eclipse back in the early 90s that I'd be here, you know, in 2021, not only having a chat with you, thanks to how technology has changed, but also I'm only a few days away from the latest Hardline album coming out, which is, you know, it's great. What's it like for you? You know, obviously, as Mr. Hardline himself. It's incredible, really. The, uh, you know, I I get uh, I get very exhausted thinking about my career. Uh, I'm now um, I'm, I'm 95 albums deep. Wow. 95 worldwide albums, and I just can't even wrap my arms around that number. And um, I'm getting ready to do a whole bunch more albums. I just keep going. I don't, I don't know how, uh, why, but I know why. I, I the why is because. I just love, you know, making music and affecting people, uh, hopefully in a great way. And, um, and as, as long as I can keep doing it, I'm gonna, I'm just going to keep going. So, uh, yeah. Um, right. 92 double eclipse. And, uh, now we 2021 with heart, mind and soul that's uh, launching this week. Yeah. It's, it's amazing to me. I, I just, I, I can't even believe I, sometimes I have to go to my own Wikipedia and count the disc, you know, the records in the discography. I'm like, wait a minute, are you sure? And we see one, two, three, wait, start again. Yeah. Anyway, it's uh, it's it's incredible. Really, it's incredible. It is. And, you know, the quality of the music that you've put out over these years as well is always top notch right through, you know, to the, this upcoming Hardline album. Just before we were talking, I was cranking up um, Fuel to the Fire again and just like really loud and Again, the way that you said with music affecting people um, and, and your music across Hardline and other bands is, is it, it just really sinks into you and it becomes a part of your own personal history, doesn't it? I mean, it must be so good for you knowing that there's so many people worldwide 
have got that emotional attachment to music that you've created. Yeah, thank you. It's it's uh, it's still um, a bit surreal, even though I've been doing this now since I'm 11 years old professionally. It's still surreal, and uh, the realization hits from time to time. Uh, for example, we just did this 30th um, anniversary show for Sega for mm-hmm. Sonic. You know, because as many listeners may or may not know, I've been in involved in making music uh, through uh, my group Crush 40 for the gaming industry, for Sega specifically, since 1998. And we just did this um, this live streaming anniversary show, and there's 1.3 million views. Now, I mean, this isn't 100 people or 200 people. This is 1.3 million people that, um, that have been, you know, affected you know, hopefully in a great way by this music. It's a part of their, their history, their childhood, their now, their past, whatever. And it actually gets a little emotional for me. I watched this unfolding. I I logged on. It's funny. I had a um, a good friend of mine visit me from California. I'm on the East coast in the U S and, and we were actually went to a very famous pizza place. And I said, listen, I got to log in. I want to see what's, you know, going on with the stream and, 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 watch all this unfold. And it started out 5,000 people waiting, 10,000, 20, 100, 200,000. I'm going, wait, this, this cannot be real. But um, yeah, so from time to time, I'm reminded of how important music is for people. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, Johnny, you know, the music's it's in your blood. And I go, no, it is, it is my blood. Mm-hmm. It's really, all the things I've done in my life and I've done all kinds, I've owned restaurants and businesses and, you know, uh, in my not so spare time. And I always circle back to what the most important part of my life is. And that is music and, and the people that, that make it uh, possible. And I also remind myself, mate, that there's a lot of talent out there. You know, you just watch these talent, you know, television shows, the American idols and the voices and all, and there's amazing talent everywhere. So to have the people, you know, recognize you, support you, uh, like yourself, mate, thank you for so many years makes this all possible for me. And without everyone, I'd be just another, you know, voice out there floating around. So anyway, point is i'm going to continue making these i don't know if you see on the wall i mean i don't have enough wall space for all the records <laughs> and i've got the, the golds over here and i've got a platinum over there nice. and anyway it's been an incredible journey that i would like to keep uh going if the people would so kindly allow me to continue i'm going to keep going and and you sound as good as ever i mean i've talked to vocalists before in the past and obviously you know you get bands and they've been going for years and years there's a difference between being the guitarist and being the drummer and well, you can, you can buy a new guitar. You can, you know, buy a new set of skins for the drums and so on. You've sure. still got to, to practice and all of that. But when you're a vocalist, you're the instrument. So have you got anything that any sort of routine that you do to, to keep sounding so damn good? Well, thank you. Thanks for that. I, uh, it's interesting that you said that because I used to tell that to that exact, like it was like you emulated me a hundred percent back in the nineties. You know, Neil Sean, it's it's very well known that Neil Sean is probably one of the most hard hardworking musicians out there. I mean, this guy wakes up and there's a guitar in his hand and it's all day and it's nonstop and it's all he thinks about. And and he used to exhaust me because, I mean, uh, and I used to say that very, 
thing to him. I'd say, Neil, this, this isn't a guitar string that you can just put another one on. Mm-hmm. When you break one, you just put another one on. I, you know, I've got to be careful enough for today, man. Let's, let's go relax yeah. a little bit. But um, I, I think I contribute the, the longevity to, at least I think it is. I, I don't know exactly what it is, but I think it's a good, healthy lifestyle. Um, I've always been um, into being healthy versus being wild and crazy and doing <laughs> all the other stuff that is tied into to rock and roll. That just never was was me. I'm sort of an, an oxymoron rock star guy. And, and um, so I think that has something to do with it. And, uh, and maybe, you know, all the years of just doing it and knowing how everything works, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's, it's interesting to me that more people know uh, the intricacies of their telephones, their mobile phones more than their, how their bodies work. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I'm just, I, a little bit too paranoia. I'm very careful. Yeah. Um, not when I'm performing. I mean, when I'm performing, I go, I go balls out <laughs> and sometimes pay for it the next day. But um, yeah, I just kind of know myself, my voice. And, and I think, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm always drinking water and mm. just doing, well, it might be vodka too, but I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty much water. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I just, I think a healthy lifestyle and a good wake up, you know, happy and moving forward all the time. I think, you know, everything affects the voice. Yeah. And so if you're, um, you, you know, if you're happy, good spirited and positive, I think everything just works. I don't know, mate. When it stops working, let me know, and then I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go fishing. Well, I was I was due to see you last year. I was just looking at the dates over here because you were due to play over here in the UK. I would have seen you in the Tivoli. I've talked about it loads of times. Regular listeners know about the Tivoli in North Wales, mm-hmm. a great rock venue. I've been going to it since the mid eighties, and you were down for April the twentieth last year, and I was I was like, oh, like this, ready? I'm going to yeah. see Hardline. <laughs> And then everything happened, and for the last year and a half, it's it's all it's changed from like doing all the horns to just like crossing my fingers. Yeah, right. And, and pretty and soon it's going to be the middle finger. The hard time. Come on, let's go. <laughs> well, you look, you're now due to play at the Tivoli, which is just up the road from us on August the twentieth. So, I'm well, st- uh, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but um, these shows are not going to happen in the UK. Oh. Uh, I know. Uh, shockingly, I'm sorry. Um, this will be announced. It should have already been announced. <laughs> so shocking. Oh, no. uh, yeah, it's uh, it's impossible based on the restrictions. Um, it appears as though um, the restrictions are, are are such that we have to sit in chairs to perform. I mean, it's, it's insanity like this, and uh, we just can't give the people what they deserve. Yeah. Uh, and we've just uh, elected to, you know, move everything into 2022. We have um, three or four UK shows, um, and so yeah, it's yeah, right in the middle of my August, and we're I'm getting ready to. And there's so if you have no idea what I'm going through right now, I've moved more than 60 plus shows already three times, three times I've moved them. And now we're getting ready to move again. And I have, uh, I have solo shows in 
in Russia and Bulgaria and hardline starts uh, August 5th in Norway. But it's interesting that we can't get there as of right now. The regulations say that Mm -hmm. um, uh, anyone from the USA, which has the highest vaccination rates anywhere, we're not allowed unless it's special exceptions. And I don't know that rock and roll is a special exception. I think it is (laughs) worthy of of a trip. Anyway, so I don't know where I'm going, if I'm going, how I'm going. And it's it's pure insanity. But I'm I'm sorry to break that news, but no, the the UK shows are wow. not going to happen until 2022. Well, I've got ev- every finger I can cross that you can get to the Tivoli in 2022. Yeah, I, <laughs> well, we're doing it. Yeah, you will be there. I will be there. It will happen. I don't care if I have to swim there. I'm in pretty good shape. <laughs> We'll this, this last 18 months, I mean, for for all creatives, but especially for musicians to have, you know, th- that live aspect of your career, which let's get it right, the way the music industry has changed since, well, since the first Hardline album and before, to have all that taken away must have been so frustrating for you this last, you know, year and a half. You know, it's, um, it was, I don't know how to put this with, you know, being delicate about the situation. Of course, it's unfortunate, COVID, all the mm. loss, all the yeah, death. Yeah, of course. All the, the financial stress on people, emotional stress. I've learned a lot from it. For me, it was a mixed blessing because it allowed me to sort of uh, reset. Mm. Now, I always explain this like, you know, the vacuum cleaner that sucks up the carpet and it overheats and then you have to press the little button to reset it, mm-hmm. although I don't vacuum that much. <laughs> um my wife tells me about it. So I just, uh, you, you know, it was a, it was a resetting period for me. It was, it was, you know, oddly great to be home mm-hmm. and, and knowing that, okay, what are we going to do tomorrow? Um, it gave me a chance to think about a lot of things and reconnect with the world. Mate, I was, um, I was shocked on a couple of levels, which sort of segues into Heart, Mind, and Soul, the new Hardline record. I was I was shocked. You know, when I'm touring, I'm moving, I'm I'm recording, I'm working, I'm moving, I'm flying, I'm you know I'm everywhere. I'm a bit disconnected from the world when I'm in that mode. Yeah. Um, of course, I'm in other countries. I don't understand certain languages, and so there's really no television for me. Although I can log on to the internet and see what's going on, I usually am so busy I don't. Mm-hmm. So um, I connected with, uh, with the world and realized that a third of this country is suffering from mental health issues. And I scratched my head and went, what is going on? And, <clears throat> and having time to really uh, research what's, what's, you know, what is happening or not happening uh, in our world was, was um, it was alarming yet inspiring for me to want to do something to, to help. I'm, you know, I'm at the, you know, the old cliche, it's time for me to give back. Well, I, hopefully I've always been giving yeah, and yeah. it's not, I'm not at a point where I, it's time to give back. I always want to give, but I thought that this is the perfect um, platform for me because I care about how people feel. And I certainly care about how my music affects people. Mm-hmm. And I want it to, for me, the end game has always been mate that I want someone to come to me and say that song made me feel like this like i love it you saved my my darkest moments you brought me that for me 
is number one. Everything else is secondary to me. I could care less about the money. Of course, money's always good to have yeah, yeah. because it's nice to pay your bills and things. But that's all secondary in the scheme of why I do this. And it's really truthfully from my heart. So during those COVID times, I really reconnected with people at a, at a higher level than normally. You know, I'm out on the road. I meet people. Hello. Yeah. Great. Nice to meet you both. Us. Oh, you go. You great. You, you love that newest song. Great. You love the out. Thank you so much. Great to see you. Boom. Bye. And then I'm gone. Yeah. Well here, you know, being home for 18 months, is that what it was? Yeah. Something crazy <laughs> like that. Yeah. I really got personal with the messages when normally I don't have time yeah, to course. read, yeah. you know, all the messages I skim like we all do. We skim and, you know, but I was pretty close to everyone. Uh, and, and I learned some things that, um, that, that showed up in the new album uh, lyrically that people really do need music. I mean, really need it. Like, like imagining a world without it is just, it's, it's, you can't even fathom that. Oh, but, yeah. uh, I learned of some, some younger kids that were going to take their lives and then uh, recognized some of my music and it brought them out of their, their near death darkness. Mm -hmm. And, and that was shocking to me, mate. And I thought, wait, it's more than just music for me now. That's yeah. I, I feel a sense of responsibility within the music. And so heart, mind and soul took a, took on a, a direction of great, outward positivity and hopefully lifting and and power inside the the good old school rock mm -hmm. and so you know um heart mind and soul the h in heart to me represented this ladder because it looks like a ladder yeah. the h the m represent in mind represented the the peaks and valleys of our lives and the s this sort of the the, the this, the not so winding and then the super winding roads we travel based on what our heart and mind you know, uh, tells us. And so it became sort of this whole concept. And I said, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to focus 21 and 22 with heart, mind, and soul on, um, those struggling from mental health issues because I don't have them. I'm grateful that I don't, but I recognize now that it really exists and it's chemical chemically, um, it's environmentally, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's all these things that, that, that affect it. And so if I can make a little difference, um, in my music, I'm going to. So that's really the, the thrust and focus of heart, mind, and soul. And I speak for the entire Hardline band, you know, when working on this album lyrically and going back and forth with my members, they really concurred. They really agreed. And, um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I've never been so proud of a record. Now, of course, I love my, my baby double eclipse. That is epic. If that's its own, you know, planet and, <laughs> This is now a new universe and 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 new planet for me. But uh, anyway, so that's what I did in the the COVID times. I I got close uh, with my family, being right here every day, trying to protect everyone the best we could, trying to protect the old the old people in in our family and um, and ourselves, and then just trying to get through the whole emotional uh, stress of it. You know, I felt bad for you know, the lighting technicians, the, the you know, road yeah, crew guys, yeah. stage hands, clubs, promoters. I mean, the list, people don't realize, you know, just the staging, the, the, the lighting trusses, the, the engineers, the, the, the amplifier companies that provide backline and 
on and on and on. And I would sit and, and I wouldn't say, Oh, whew, thank God I'm okay. I thought, how the hell are these people dealing with it? And how can I help? And, yeah. and I did food banks and I did whatever I could to, to raise money for, for people who needed it. And, um, and at the same time, I'm home in the same position. There's, there's, you know, uh, but my, my crazy work ethic, I, I made albums, I wrote songs and I didn't really stop, but it was, um, again, a mixed blessing, uh, the blessing only being that I was home with my family and able to share that time. Yeah. yeah. Everything else was a disaster for everyone. Well, it's good that we're finally, hopefully coming out of it now and some sort yeah. of normalities returning to different places. Bands are getting back onto the road we're seeing live gigs again we're getting that live music because there is a big difference uh you know between listening to the albums and then having that, that whole live experience of seeing one of your favorite bands on stage and getting the the energy off the band and you obviously you must feel the energy coming back from the crowd to you and that makes a difference for you when you're, you're touring the world always always mate i mean that that is uh I, I could tell you a quick story but none of my stories are quick <laughs> but um I remember, you know, when, when Hardline sort of the original band sort of dissolved and we never really broke up. We just had like, after the grunge music oh, came in in the yeah. mid nineties and, and we, we knew we weren't going to get the great record company's support and they didn't really know what was happening in the industry. Everyone was confused. We sort of fizzled out only because like, you know, we had to work. We had like Ferrari payments and Lamborghini payment. We had to work. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, holy shit. We got to, I got to make a house payment. Let's go. So, I mean, we're real people. We had to, we had to work. And so um, I, it wasn't the money that was the fear. It was exactly what you said, Nate. It was um, the, the fear for me was not being, not being recognized anymore not hearing that sound that of the crowd. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's something extremely powerful when the lights go off in a venue, whether it's a club venue or a hundred thousand seater and you hear that crowd, those people are there not only to see you, but they, which, which they are, but they are there to escape oh, from oh, whatever totally. yeah. their lives are yeah. at that moment and indulge in the power of music mm -hmm. and how it makes them feel. And so that's, that's the ultimate gift. And that's the ultimate, uh, you know, reward for a musician. And man, I swear, I'm going to kiss the first stage that I get <laughs> on and maybe I'll be naked. I don't know what I'm going to do to it, but I'm going to, I'm, de I'm definitely going to kiss it, uh, at, at, at minimum. And, um, and I've never been the one, the type of musician who's like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. I got another show. Oh, tomorrow we're here. And, oh, geez, I remember that stage. And it's a tough one. And, oh, never. I, I really love people, all sizes, shapes, colors, religions. I don't care. People are just, to me, are just people. Yeah, we're yeah. all the same. And when they come to a venue to see a show, I'm going to do everything in my power healthy, sick, whatever, however I am that night to give them what they came to see. And that's just who I am. Not always, not everyone, you know, goes by those, that sort of protocol, <laughs> but that's just me, the way I run it. And I think I've been so far, been lucky so far. <clears throat> well, there's the call. Oh, that's it now. <laughs> Start with the call. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
But they, they loved when you were saying about with heart, um, heart, mind, and soul about the positivity of it and and, and the way that it makes the, the listener feel. Because I found that with your music all the way through your career, with no matter who you've been recording with, I've always found that something that you're involved with has always made me feel up and never down. So to hear that it's you know it's even more so with this upcoming album is just it's it's uh, thank you. Yeah, I, you know, there's some some key songs on the album that I, that just you know I, I still I don't really listen to my own music. I hmm. do only to criticize it. Like ah, oh, I wish I would have delivered that line better. I could have hit that note. I could have done this. I could have been a little bit better pitch on this. I could have I could have extended. You know, we, we musicians and creative people would just would never. 100 yeah, percent satisfied yeah. but lately as i prepare for the hopeful tour uh <laughs> next month um i'm doing a lot of running and i'm listening to this album because i'm i'm you know preparing to, to play a lot of songs off of the album and i'm completely in love with it uh, absolutely and the, and, yeah. and the message in it you know songs like if i could you know if i could i would that is me a hundred percent. And that is really the band members too. If I could, I would save you from the world that's in your way. That's really how we are. It's not, there's no bullshit about it. Mm -hmm. Any one of the hardline members would do anything they could for, for, for someone. So you know, we have the same chemistry and the, the same synergy uh, when we work together and we think and write together and work together. So, you know, songs like surrender, which is the title, but the hook is never surrender. That's all uh, about uh, you know who we who we are, and there's no looking back. It's all looking forward, and yeah, that positive message. I think we we all need it, and I'm the, I'm that type of person. I just I have a hard time writing a song called "You Suck." You know, I just can't <laughs> I, I I just can't write that way because I don't think that way and yeah. I don't feel that way. So, you know, maybe it's going to get a little boring after a while, but that's okay. I mean, that's just it's the way I write. It's the way I think, and and I'm, I'm glad it, it affects you and oh, yeah. makes you feel good. The one thing that you said, which I was just so impressed, is you turned it up loud. Oh, yeah. For some reason, yeah, you just got to turn it up loud. Um, it's not it's not background, not background music. Definitely not background music. You yeah. just turn it no, up as loud as you can. It doesn't, exactly. It does not work that way. So, um, yeah, loud, loud and proud for sure. Uh, another song which is really great is um, – uh, at least I think, and everyone will be able to hear this uh, this week, is a song called We Belong. We Belong, uh, those that have, have had the opportunity, a lot of journalists to preview it, um, say right away, oh, that's nice. It's about a song about a relationship. Well, it's not a relationship between man and woman or, or significant other, whoever. It's a song, it, it's a song about, it, it, it's, it means it's a relationship between song and man that's the relationship mm -hmm. we belong music as you know and we've lived with since we're kids um is a relationship that can never be broken we can take it with us we remember we have our fondest memories mm -hmm. oh, yeah. in music you hear that song on the radio or now satellite or wherever your internet wherever the hell you're listening to it and it brings you to a space and a place yeah. in time whether yeah. it's current or the past and that relationship cannot be broken. It doesn't divorce you. It doesn't leave you ever. So it's the song We Belong is another great one I encourage everyone to listen to. And it was one that my son inspired. He was learning how to play the guitar. He was actually just calling me on the phone. He doesn't know I'm doing an interview right now. But anyway, 
This is real life. I'm home. <laughs> so uh, anyway, he's probably hungry. Dad, can oh, we have some right. food? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 17 and hungry. So um, he comes downstairs and he's like, Dad, check out this, this little thing I wrote. And I recorded him right away and I didn't tell him. I said, Brandon, it's brilliant. And I could, Dad could sing. And I was explaining how I could sing all over that melody. And I turned it into the song along with, with Mario Procudani and Alessandro Del Vecchio, my Italian partners in crime, mm-hmm. the song We Belong. And then I played it for him. And just like a, any 17-year-old, completely unaffected. I mean, he <laughs> loved it, but he was like, that's really good, Dad. I'm like, okay, thank you. I think it's awesome. But anyway, that's what the song's about. And that's the, the whole flow of the album is, is like that. you know. And I hope people really dig into the lyrical content song like heavenly some people were saying oh is it a christian album no i mean i'm a christian guy but it's not a christian album no heavenly is what is your heaven man your heaven could be riding your bicycle could be taking a walk could be going fishing could yeah. be flying an airplane what digging a hole planting plants a garden whatever your heaven is embrace that and be humble to it and be respectful to it and just know where you are at all times and know that you are just this thing and there's so much bigger than you and just recognize that kind of stuff. So anyway, I am over the moon with this album. There's so such great material in it. I love it. One of my favorites. I'll shut up now. Oh, that's great. I've been telling everybody for years and years and years, listen to Hardline. Go and buy Hardline. I'll be doing it with this album. Obviously, I can't wait to to be playing it again. Very, very loud. There's one thing I've got to ask you before you go. You just mentioned your son. My son, Kyle. He's 21. A huge Crush 40 fan. Really? Oh, absolutely huge. He's a crusher. Has been for a long, long time. So, of course. Kyle, I love you, bro. I love you. (laughs) When I told him I was going to have a chat with you, he said, can you, can you ask him a question for me? So I've got a question from Kyle for you, if you don't mind. Of course. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a two-part question. And he okay. said, are there any personal favorite moments that you've had working with Sega? And do you have a favorite Sonic game that you've worked on for the soundtrack? Okay. Well, first of all, wow. Uh, I love all my crushers. I call them crushers. My Crush 40 fans, crushers. All right, Kyle. So here we go. All right, so favorite moment, well, two of them. Okay, I'm going to have to give mm-hmm. you two. Uh, the song I wrote with June Sonoy called Sonic Heroes. This has a, a lasting memory. I could visualize even the seating in my recording studio in, in L.A. In, in Los Angeles, I had a studio in my home, as I do here, too, so that I can always be the crazy working guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember June Sonoy explaining what he heard. I mean, we're sitting, we've got like a blank piece of paper and he had this, the idea and he was explaining Sonic heroes. And then he's like, I want to have another heroes, heroes. And I, and then I heard the whole thing and it just like came to life and we started working and laying down, started writing lyrics. And for some reason, that song and that experience because it was just such a quick and painless experience we just it just we just wrote that so quickly i remember that one so that what that's the, that's the first one um part two of that same question is the song live and learn which has become live and learn has become an iconic oh, epic yeah. uh song for the you know for the whole community 
And what's funny about that song was I didn't know if it was good. That's the story there. And when I, so I'm sent, this is great information for you, Kyle. So I am sent like storyboards. I am not a gamer. I've never played a game other than a a Sonic racing game. Mm. I've never played any one of these games that I've contributed music to. None of them. I have no idea. You guys, when the, when the crushers talk about scenes and this and the evil Eggman, I don't know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> My job is to take a storyboard, which I got drawings and descriptions of a scene and a feeling. My job is to imagine the music driving that scene, similar to like, um, you know, a soundtrack to a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing for me, uh, you know, mentally. So I don't like to play the games because I don't want to know them too much. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to know the, the characterations, you yeah. know, and, you know, and, and, and how those characters act within the games. Cause I don't want it to sway the way I write. Hmm. That's weird, but that's the way I do yeah, it. But, yeah. but live and learn was a song that I delivered. I wrote and delivered to June and went, I don't know, man, if it's good. I, I really don't know. And he was like, what? It's awesome. I go, are you sure, man? Because I can try to rework something. And here it is, like a gazillion views and just iconic epic. So those are the songs. And then as far as the, the, um, you know, the, the game, as I explained, I, I've never really had any interaction with the games. Mm-hmm. Never. I still have them. They're all wrapped, never opened. And maybe someday I'll do a nice uh, charity auction and, and, and get rid of them uh, for, for people. So nice. anyway, did I answer that question? I think you did. did. You'll be points? very happy with that, Johnny. You'll be very happy. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> Woo! My crushers. Well, for the sake of the edit, we shall say goodbye. But let's, let's put it in stone now for part two. We can record live next year when you come to the tivoli here in north wales we'll have an update on everything all to do with the hardline crush 40 everything else that's happened in between and we'll do another show together live how about that i appreciate that very much i'm really sorry that we can't uh, make it this year just want everyone safe and happy and coming into an environment where you're so separated and can't participate like we're normally used to in that concert environment just does not work for me and it won't work for the fans no uh, as much as you might think it is, we, we we can't be restricted in rock and roll. So oh, no. 2022, we will be there. I, I live my life. I'm going to show you. I, I, I'll prove it to you. We, I live my life two years at a time. <laughs> nice. I and, like it. And now I'm 23 and 24. Can you believe Whoa. this? I mean, I, 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 have, I have more shows than most people have had, have had uh, hot meals. So, uh, <laughs> It's incredible. So well, it's, it, I'm ready. It is a cliche, but the best things in life are definitely worth waiting for. So I'm I'm awesome. happy to wait and, and see you over here very soon, Johnny, and the rest of the band. Thank you. And I want to meet Kyle, too. I we'll got to meet as many crushers as I can. We'll get that sorted. But for, again, for awesome. the sake of the edit, it's been fantastic chatting with you, with you, Johnny. I wish you all the very best for the new album and, and everything beyond. Thank you, mate. And thanks to all your listeners for your continuous uh, support and love. I appreciate it. Be safe, everyone. Thanks, Johnny. And the alarm bell, as always, brings to an end another interview show. This one is another one that's on YouTube. Please forgive me. Uh, I was so excited about chatting with Johnny that I forgot to set up the 
cameras properly within Zoom. So normally, if you've watched the video shows on YouTube, you know it's the guest that's front and center, as it should be. And I'm tucked away in a little corner. Uh, in this one, I'm afraid you're going to get me in your face because I had it set that the camera defaulted to whoever was talking or made a sound. So sometimes I'm laughing and I'll appear on the screen. So apologies for that. I do like to have the guest mostly front and centre for these video interviews too. Not me. You watch them to, to watch the guest. You don't want to see me, trust me. Um, as you'll know even more once I'm <laughs> bigger on the screen in this show. And it goes without saying, support the bands, buy their products, share what they do on social media, get more people buying Hardline. And as we come out of this strange time that we've been in for the last 18 months and bands get more and more out onto the road, again, you heard in this show, Hardline, I've had to postpone the show at our beloved Tivoli. I've got to wait until 2022 to see them now. Get out there, support them, go and see them live, buy the merch. Shout, scream, make some noise. Let's enjoy this normality as we get back to it and do that in the live environment with some great kick-ass rock music. And to finish the show, our website, you all know it by now, hopefully, 6dmw.co.uk. There is a contact us form on there, or you can email us direct, which is contact at 6dmw.co.uk. All the links are on there to our social media, our Instagram and our Twitter, which are at 6dmwpodcast. News, reviews, more interviews. If you've enjoyed this one, there's lots more interview shows that are on there. And and links to everything that we do. There's also a way that you can send us a review, which is always nice if you want to spend a couple of minutes writing a review. Let us know what you think, good or bad or indifferent. Send it to us. We'll put it up online. And so until next time, I'm going to end the show. You can have a little taste of the new Hardline album, Heart, Mind and Soul. And let's listen to Fuel to the Fire. Oh, 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 oh. 